0: and welcome to another episode of TV Sessions. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about last night's Succession episode. It was a huge one. Um, My name's Gabe, and I'm here with Kat once again. How's it going, Kat?
1: I'm good. I'm very excited to talk about this week's episode.
0: Yeah, same here. Um, Holy shit. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Holy shit.
1: Yep.
0: I I don't don't even know where to start. Um, Like, amazing stuff. I, I guess I'll say that. Like, probably one of my favorite episodes of the whole show so far.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess let's <laughs> start at the end, I guess, because um, is is he dead? <laughs> like, I'm assuming no, but I had that thought. Like, that's how crazy that cliffhanger was.
1: Oh, really? Oh, I didn't get that he was dead. I got that he was at rock bottom.
0: Okay. I I, I don't think he's dead, but I'm saying the the way it ended made me think it was a possibility. And that's kind of what blew my mind. Like, it's possible they were, like, implying that he was going to drown there. But I don't think he did either.
1: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because he basically looks like a lifeless body.
0: Yeah, so, like he dropped yeah. his beer and like it, it seemed like he had like passed out for good almost like he was just going to dr- drown. But I, I don't think he did. Like, I think there'll be some, you know, they'll just move on completely like that never happened or like he'll be injured or something. But um, I don't know, just it felt very like epic the way that episode ended. So I was like, D- is it possible that he died? Like, so the fact that it's even possible kind of blows my mind. Like, I I never thought that would be a possibility, to be honest.
1: That would be pretty wild. Yeah. But no, I think I think it was more of a metaphor. Like he he's not he he has nothing to live for. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he he's dead inside emotionally. There's nothing left.
0: Yeah, but and also I I I know I'm gonna keep going on the whole dead thing when I don't think he's dead, which is kind of pointless. <laughs> but 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 I do think where does Kendall go from here? Like it kind of would have made sense in my opinion, like story wise, like it it in a way where like uh, we'll talk about that scene later like probably one of the best scenes in the whole show when he talks to his dad. But the fact, the fact that he has no way out now, like he was going to just leave with the money and like his dad doesn't want to let him, it kind of made, makes sense to me if that's like the end for his character.
1: I got to say episode nine is going to be fucking wild. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be crazy. I find that Succession actually does this really well where the, the last episode leading up to the finale is always Mm -hmm. like a huge cliffhanger instead of the cliffhanger being like this grand thing at the end it's Mm -hmm. almost always the the episode before the finale so that the resolution of the cliffhanger is the finale you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah i think this is possibly the biggest cliffhanger they've ever done like you're even though you're right a lot of people probably are on the same page they're not going to kill kendall it's still like the fact that they kind of hung that in front of you a little bit like even maybe he isn't dead but maybe they're implying he's going to die maybe that's foreshadowing like the way he's just lifeless in the pool like i don't
1: know i have to be honest with you i did not get dead at all
0: okay okay that i, I just keep pushing, pushing it
1: interpretation.
0: <laughs> yeah like I'm I,
1: maybe i missed it
0: yeah like you it didn't even cross your mind that he could have died from what happened at the end
1: no i thought he was like okay. emotionally dead inside okay I mean, he was, like literally
0: dead But no, I don't think he literally died, but I thought they could have implied that he might, like, because they were showing bubbles under the water as if he wasn't breathing, like he was underwater, like his, his, at least his head was.
1: His head wasn't underwater.
0: Yeah, it was. If you go back, trust me, there's, there's shots of like bubbles as if he's like breathing underwater, like
1: there is. I think the bubbles were coming from the bottle that he dropped in the water.
0: I don't know. I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw like his head submerged I, I i'm pushing this a little yeah, too hard
1: we, yeah we
0: can move on because it's starting to sound like i'm like arguing kendall is dead and like i'm not i'm just saying the fact that i had that thought cross my mind that like it's possible is like kind of blowing my mind right now because i think of him as so essential to the show and i think it's possible maybe next episode like it could happen like it could because it, it does feel like they're kind of giving some sort of like climax type ending to his arc a little bit. Like, I don't think he will 100% at all, but it's just kind of on my mind right now. That's all.
1: So you think this is foreshadowing basically?
0: It could be. I do think it, I I honestly would put it like 40%, 40% chance Kendall could die by the end of the season. Honestly.
1: I can't imagine the show without Kendall. So I hope that's not true.
0: I know, but like, just could you imagine the ripple effect on the rest of the family? Like think about that scene with Logan and Kendall. The one thing, like, that actually kind of pisses logan off that kendall's willing to like leave so that's part of why logan's like it was just a joke to say Fuck off i'm not actually gonna buy you out like he likes keeping him close he likes having someone under his control that's like his ultimate power is controlling everyone it would be the one way for kendall to be like Fuck you dad you can't control me and if he dies i, like,
1: don't, I don't know if i want to watch the show without kendall
0: honestly yeah yeah you're right i love the character too much but i do think it would be a pretty epic three season arc if somehow he died but let's move on um i don't think he died i do think he'll be back next week and there'll be some epic stuff i don't know like do you have any predictions where like where his character could go if you're so sure that he's gonna be around because i do agree you know, he probably will I, be
1: of course i think every fan that's what they're thinking about like what is going to happen in the final episode Mm -hmm. it's it's shenanigans like I don't (laughs) yeah I wish I knew but it's gonna have to be with the merger slash potential buyout there's gonna be something there maybe Kendall intercepts that somehow and now he's a pivotal player in it
0: I mean he just seems so powerless like I don't see how he gets back involved with the main plot because it's kind of like he's a second like he's not a secondary plot he's so important but like in terms of all the main dealings with the company, he's always on the sidelines. So you're right. Maybe there's some sort of move he could make. I don't know. We'll see. But at least
1: now he can be used as a pawn instead of a player. And yeah. Pawns can be pretty powerful with this yeah. kind of uh business arrangement. So who knows?
0: Yep. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um. Yeah, we can talk about the rest of the episode now. I was just so fixed on that cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. But, there's so um,
1: much other stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah.
0: So much. Um. I'll just say I love the setting. Like I love when they go to like a cool place in Europe like they did that a couple of times in the other seasons but this Italian place is so cool and where is it exactly I can't remember where
1: I think Italy yeah
0: yeah yeah um the scenery was great the music was so good like all these oh, conversations
1: the was incredible yeah. I couldn't believe how they like manipulated the theme
0: yeah like it was, it was so- new stuff it was new yeah. stuff stuff I'd never heard because there's a lot of stuff they reused but there was a lot of brand new themes here that were really good um yeah yeah all the dynamics between the characters i think we can just get into different characters now so um in terms of kendall bringing his kids i feel like his kids looked way older i don't remember the last time we saw them
1: the last time we saw them was
0: season one probably i think it was season one yeah yeah so like they looked a lot older makes sense i think they used the same actors couldn't really tell not that it's that important like
1: the same actors
0: yeah it looked like the same ones not that Uh, i'm
1: i would notice but like I, i bought it
0: yeah yeah same um and like there's all the scenes with their mom it was good to have the mom character back I mean she's a terrible person but I like the performance she's fun to watch
1: oh yeah she is a terrible person great (laughs) character it explains a lot though
0: yeah yeah I think we can get into one of my favorite scenes was the one with Shiv and her mom
1: oh my god that scene
0: oh man that was brutal and it kind of like I I don't like Shiv very much as much as I don't like the other kids as well but it kind of sees how Shiv turned out so toxic in terms of her relationships is the, the, the relationship with her mom. Like it was very toxic there. Yeah. She, what does she say about like, she should have had dogs.
1: (laughs) Well, she said that not everyone was meant to be a mother and she was projecting her own stuff onto Shiv.
0: Yeah. And And then then of
1: course, Shiv in response has to go back and now wants to have a kid, Yeah. but not really, just as a response to what her mom said.
0: Yeah, very fucked up. And like, she literally says to Shiv, like, I shouldn't have had children. (laughs) Like, you never say that to your own kids. It's pretty fucked up to do that. And like, she's like, I should have had dogs or something. It's like very brutal stuff where I'm like, damn, this is part of why these kids are all fucked up. And Shiv was probably the closest to the mom considering their daughter and mother. And like, they just had no relationship there. Like it was just fucked up. Like,
1: yeah, I love the mirroring of Shiv and her mom and Kendall and and the dad. I mean, it's just great stuff. Um, so much about how each of them became who they are.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's all like the show really is about like family trauma more than anything else. Like in turn, I know it's oh, a lot totally. about like commentary of the upper class and stuff, but no, it's just about like trauma, like family trauma.
1: Yeah. It's like power struggles with the world internal and within a family.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well then, yeah, the Shiv and her mom scene was great. Then we can get to the Shiv and Tom stuff, which was like you said, it was just like, she, she takes out all... The way she's treated by her mom is like she starts to treat Tom like shit. It's kind of like a cycle. Like, the parents treat their kids like shit, and then the kids treat people around them like shit. It's just like a cycle of not...
1: I don't think Shiv is doing it intentionally, though. I think she's just so damaged that she doesn't even realize what she's doing. And she yeah. basically tells Tom exactly what she thinks of him and what he thinks of her.
0: Yeah, but she uses wow. it but the problem with me where it's like you're right she's being honest about how she feels about it but she uses it as like dirty talk to make it sound like she doesn't actually think that when no, clearly
1: he, ta- he prompted that he's the one yeah, he that.
0: but come on like that's that's he just means like let's just actually have dirty talk like Shiv takes it the wrong way like where she reveals like this awful true feeling she has like that's not the way to do it like literally to say I don't love you like that's very but fucked he, up
1: being honest like he knows it and she knows it like this is not like new territory they are aware of this dynamic she's just verbalizing it whereas Tom can't do that yeah such but... denial about their relationship and the reality that they share
0: yeah, it's kind of like she's, she's the Logan. It's kind of, you could honestly look at it as like a Logan and Kendall relationship where Absolutely. Shiv, Shiv is Logan because she knows yep. Tom's going to come back to her. Like she knows mm-hmm. she can do whatever the fuck she wants to Tom, treat him like garbage and say, I yeah. don't love you and all this shit. And Tom's still going to come back because he's so soft.
1: You know, it's funny. We used to talk about, even on this podcast about how we thought either Roman or Kendall is most like, the dad yeah but in reality shiv is a I, carbon copy of her dad
0: i think this episode really makes the argument that shiv is very very much turning into logan yeah this episode yeah. for sure there's stuff that she did at the end that we'll get to that was a logan move and then especially yeah. the way she treats tom is a logan move and totally. yeah yeah it's just man i i still want to. i like tom train though so it was brutal man we've had so many brutal scenes between them and it's just like we got more of it and it was even cringier the way like Shiv and Tom interact, like, oh, so At uncomfortable.
1: point, though, you have to acknowledge that Tom is a willing participant in this.
0: He's willing, and it's partly his fault, but I still feel bad for the guy, because he's he's that, he's soft, which is, like, some people just can't help it. Like, he's just not a person who can walk away from this relationship. Like, he just can't do it. Like, so it's, like, I still feel bad for him. Like, he's just being treated like a piece of trash. It's kind of like...
1: Ken even points out the fact that the reason why... Tom wants to be in a relationship with her is because of her power and her status. Well, yeah, he's and attracted he, to her. And, she, he's and that's like, why he'll never leave her.
0: Yeah. So, but she you know, says something about, about like how an I'm
1: innocent bystander. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what he's into.
0: I'm not saying he's an innocent bystander, but I'm still saying Shiv is evil for what she does to him. Like, I honestly think like the fact that, you know, you don't love this person and you have power over them and you stay with them. And you know they're gonna come back to you. Like you're right, it comes from her family trauma, so there's a there's a reason why she does it. But it's still fucked up. Like I still feel bad for Tom that he can't get out, and it's it's partly his fault too.
1: Tom. Tom, is not a child. He's okay. a grown man.
0: That's fair. We're we're on different pages here. I I'm yeah. on Team Tom. You're on Team Fuck Tom. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm not on
1: Team Shiv or Team Tom. I'm on Team Succession because it's awesome.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're right yeah and team they're both fucked up that's fair yeah
1: exactly
0: (laughs) i still feel bad for tom i can't help it he's not a good person but i just can't help it there's something about a relationship where he he loves this person and he doesn't get anything back from them and it's it's his fault but i still feel bad okay moving on (laughs) (laughs) the
1: automotive debate
0: yeah for sure so fucked up it's so hard to watch some of these scenes man there was so much cringe so that much
1: cringe. honestly the stuff with shiv and tom is the hardest stuff to watch for it me is. because it's so gross it's just like nasty. it's just
0: yeah exactly yeah um okay let's get to my favorite scene in probably arguably in the whole show almost <laughs> so the kendall Another versus season, logan certainly definitely this season yeah. yeah so um first of all pretty hilarious and fucked up that Logan gets his kid to test the food for him.
1: <laughs> oh my god, his grandchild?
0: Oh my god, so fucked. It was like oh. they were they were just screwing around like when Ro- when Kendall was like, "Oh, that plate's for him." Like he was just making a joke, I'm pretty sure. And then Logan's I like No,
1: he was trying to point out which one was the dietary restricted
0: plate. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. right. Maybe you're right. So then Logan just took that as like, I'm going to fuck with you. I have all the power. Your grandson's going to taste test it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't think he ever thought that that food was poison. I thought it was just a mindfuck, just a play.
0: Well, also he knows even if it was poison, Kendall would have just stopped the kid from taking it, but it was just, he didn't think it was was just to say, fuck you son. Yeah. Yeah. totally. Um, But yeah, I, I, I gotta say last week we talked about like Kendall doing the buyout. And I was like, he should consider it, but I didn't believe he actually would. So it was good. And you talk- remember
1: what I said? You I said-, said he would never do it. And I was wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you also said he was becoming more self-aware. And I think we underestimated how self-aware he became because he literally said he doesn't know where his life would go, but he wa- he might want to get out, which is very impressive. Yep.
1: Mm Mhm. true
0: that he he was willing to walk away but then we were also talking about how logan was fucking with him and it turned i didn't guess that it was a joke though i thought he was a serious bio like he was just saying it was just a fuck you but it's not serious
1: i thought it was serious but he never thought that kendall would accept it so it was like one of those weird offers where it's like oh yeah this is this is on the table but i know you'll never take it so it's moot
0: So then when Kendall said he would take it now, it's like, "Never mind." (laughs) Exactly. Pull the rug
1: out from under him.
0: So you got to give credit. I think as much as Logan holds most of the power, Kendall did do something that kind of frustrated Logan a little bit when he said, I'm willing to leave the company. Cause like I was saying earlier, Logan loves controlling people. And it's finally a way for Kendall to say, you can't control me is for him to say, let me out of the company. And then Logan says, no.
1: Kendall yeah he's like you said he's gaining that self-awareness where he's like oh but maybe here's here's the layers Mm -hmm. that we should talk about does Kendall know that his dad will never give him a buyout and this is just another play um how deep does the I know that you know that I know that you know thing go that's a good question
0: I think he knows now just based on how how fucked he looks lying in the pool and how he's just out of it and with the beer Mm -hmm. and everything I think he knows now he has no way out and that's part of why he's hit rock bottom like he knows he he will never get out under his dad's control
1: his dad will never give him anything he will never win
0: yeah, and then one way he tries to win a little bit that does not work at all is his whole, like a big part of the scene. is is him trying to say I'm a better person than you. Like, I'm better than you, dad. And like, he's oh, trying to God. say you're evil. And then we get, finally, this is really satisfying to me, even though it was brutal, is we get a little bit of payoff where Logan brings up the kid from season one. And oh, it was such a good scene.
1: I loved it too, because Kendall is, a as, for as much self-awareness as he gets, it, it's like one step forward, two steps back. Because he honestly thinks he's like a genuinely better person than Logan. Mm-hmm. And I love when Logan looks him dead in the eye and is and when Logan's talking about all the all the bullshit that his dad has done in the company, and mm-hmm. he says, "Are you just realizing this now?" Mm-hmm. Because he's basically pointing out the fact that Kendall was completely complicit in everything until it no longer suited him
0: yep yep it's that's i think that's another reason why kendall's just at rock bottom lying in the pool is not only he has no way out but his whole argument he's realizing it's true i am i'm not a good person like he, he's also realizing that too like he's never been a good person he's trying to say he's better than his dad but he's not and his dad even has a good argument at the very end as much as logan is completely unaware of how awful he is like i actually think logan thinks he's not that bad like or actually he's probably as self-aware of it but the fact that he says at the end all he's done is clean up your messes. Like, all you do is fuck up, son, and I just clean up the mess for you. Like, that's that's all I'm doing. And it's kind of true in a way.
1: Oh, yeah. He's this, like, incredibly privileged person who could have done anything with his life. And he chose to be his dad's fucking lapdog who, mm. who looked the other way for all these years. And now he has the nerve to call his dad out on any of this stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. And he finally yeah. has to come to terms with that.
0: But I still feel like, the trauma Logan has passed down onto his kids makes him a worse person. Like I don't, I wouldn't quite say they're equal. I still think Logan is worse because he's the one who has not given them love in any way. And he's kind of used them as pawns. And that's part of why they're also terrible people. So like he kind of started it in that way a little bit. So I still feel like he's worse. I wouldn't say Kendall is just as bad as Logan yet.
1: Even though Kendall is a bit of an absentee father, I still think he tries with his kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I do
1: agree with that. They're not pawns in his game.
0: There's slightly more humanity in in Kendall. Just slightly more than Logan. Like, he's still a terrible person, don't get me wrong. But I do like that they had that conversation where it's like, and Kendall does say, he's like, I'm not a knight like I thought I was. Like, the season two finale thinking, he's like, I'm going to take everything down. And, like, he's realizing he's not, he's a mess. And he's trying to say, I'm better than you. And, but it's just like Logan asks about the kid. And oh, man, that was so satisfying. Those actors, man, Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong.
1: That so was one,
0: one of their best scenes. Oh, so good.
1: I love that um, Logan points out that there are no knights. That that's like a mythology yep. thing. Yeah. Like get out of your get your head out of your ass, Kendall. Like get a grip on reality for a minute here.
0: Yeah. I take back what I said. Logan is aware that he's a bad person. I think he knows that. Oh, yeah. But he's like, totally. I just have to be. It's how I live. Like he's saying... He has a really good line about how um, it's a, like life is a number on a piece of paper, a knife in the mud or something like and it's like that's what he's saying he has to do what he has to do in this life like he has to kill other people like figuratively and like fuck over people over to get what he needs. Like, well,
1: that's it's just... how he excuses his behavior right because exactly. he, that's his world view.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh that scene was so good. I, I actually after I finished the episode last night I went back and rewatched that scene. And like I haven't done that at all this season. I always wait till the next week. But that one scene was so good that I had to rewatch it.
1: I'm going to do a big rewatch leading up to the season finale.
0: Oh like of other episodes, all episodes
1: too. Come together. Yeah.
0: Nice. That's a good idea. Right. I think I'll just rewatch this one in full and then the finale and then like a week or two later in December I'll rewatch the whole season. <laughs> nice. That's good like, too. Yeah, it's just like oh so good. Um, yeah. okay. So yeah, that Logan and Kendall scene. So good. Okay. We can get to, I, I have to say one of my favorite parts of the episode, cause it was very awkward and depressing. Um, I can't believe that the start of Roman's downfall could be a dick pic that he sent to his dad. I think it's perfect. It's amazing. It's <laughs> that That is amazing. It's so appropriate. Like, it's perfect. It's so perfect for Roman. Cause I, I said yeah. last week, something about, I think we might see him get knocked down a few pegs. I don't think anyone could have predicted that it was a dick pic that would be him getting knocked down, but it's perfect for his character. It's just perfect.
1: Well, it's funny, a couple scenes before that scene, Jerry basically says, "Don't send me dick pics anymore." Like, yeah. please stop doing it. They so set it up. He got he got he got what was coming to him.
0: Yep. That I got to um, say. The moment that his dad's phone buzzed and i realized what was happening might have been the hardest i've laughed during the entire show like i was just dying of laughter that was amazing like in roman's face when logan looked at him oh my god he was so scared
1: yeah i love the conversation after
0: yeah oh my god it was so so good good. like the jerry roman dynamic becoming this important and like it could be jerry's downfall too like it's just so good that they're tying in these hilarious plot threads and it's like no these are real they have real stakes to them like it's so good
1: and I love that Logan comments on how old Jerry is when he's fucking some aide that's like thirty years younger than exactly.
0: him. Exactly. He's like, it's, like it's disgusting. No
1: awareness sometimes.
0: Yeah. So fucked yeah. up. Oh my god. Like
1: yeah. I I watch You're the disgusting creep. Fuck you, Logan. Oh yeah. And then like, <laughs> I love the line when Roman's like, hmm, I don't think we could probably we should uh, fire Jerry for unsolicited dick
0: pics, and yeah. Logan
1: just has nothing to say to that.
0: Yeah, oh, so good, and then yeah, Uh, and then like he doesn't—is it Roman or Logan? Logan suggests like that Jerry they could let Jerry go over this. Yeah, and then Roman says like I think we should fire her over a dick pic. Oh man, it's so fucked. Yeah, and and then Shiv starts to use it. We were saying how Shiv's kind of like Logan now.
1: Oh, this is the most Logan shit ever.
0: She's like, this is my chance to take not only Roman out, but Jerry too. She's trying to take out both of her competitors. Yep, exactly. So fucked. Oh my God.
1: And Jerry's not having any of it. I loved every single response Jerry gave. It was so like calculated and smart.
0: Yeah. It was great. Jerry says something like, I don't recall. And it's like classic lawyer answer. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she's
1: not taking any of the bait
0: yeah I hope
1: exactly what Shiv is up to
0: yeah I think this is another case of Shiv being a little too cocky and like because like I feel like Jerry has a lot of experience compared to Shiv with the business and like in a Jerry versus Shiv battle I think Jerry would come out on top she's just got way more experience and she probably knows how to work her way out of this like Shiv might be playing her cards a little too close to herself like or sorry, a little too out in the open. I mean, like yeah, it's too obvious. Yeah, she's her
1: cards too much. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's true. Shiv is very intelligent, but she's not like business intelligent. She's more yeah. like political intelligent.
0: Yeah, she's not as smart she as she thinks she is. know which is-
1: how to you know yeah. show her cards as you're saying
0: yeah yeah so that'll be insane oh my god that i can't believe they literally went from that was like the climax of the episode was the was this dick pic thing which is hilarious but also so interesting and like real stakes and then they have kendall in the pool like just depressed like they, i can't believe the way they shift tones so well like it's incredible yeah. it's crazy
1: and that slow theme music playing while he's drifting in the pool Oh, yeah so
0: good. Uh, also like the cinematography in this episode was great like the way they shot that 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 last shot from under like in the water and also the way they just shot Italy like it was just so well done.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Um I guess we could get to some more minor stuff like um there was the yep. Connor the Connor proposal.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: So cringe. Ugh.
1: That was so cringe. I love that that's his solution to the fact that his wife his future wife might be outed as a um sex worker yeah to get married. That's the solution in his mind
0: yeah exactly and she's like not sure what to say and then he like smiles and he's like we're just gonna pretend you said yes so is that okay and she's like yeah that's fine i
1: think technically they still have a sex worker john relationship if i'm not mistaken
0: i think it kind of not really just because she did like there was a time in season one i think you're right most of season one that was the relationship but they did have like a bit of a sit down where he was like you can stay with me and you'll get to work on plays and like she's trying to actually be a playwright even though she's not a good playwright but I but don't think she still she's...
1: funds her projects yeah they there in a relationship you know what I mean it's not yeah. all together on the up and up
0: I do feel like yeah it's not a normal relationship you're right but I do yeah. feel like in a way she's kind of attached to him in like a guardian sense if that makes sense like she kind of likes having him like there's that time she stood up for him at the party remember like she was like defending him so there's there's like little ways where like she likes him but like why
1: not get married what's the downside
0: because it's like too much for her like i don't think she loves him at all like it's just like yeah well
1: that's my point she doesn't even she probably doesn't even like this guy yeah yeah with him for the benefits of it kind of in the way that um is it martha what's her name Logan's wife. Oh, Marcia. We we'll talk about that after. Marcia, yeah.
0: Yeah, Marcia showed up, but, like, didn't say anything.
1: <laughs> no, apparently they're, like, she's not there as his wife. They're not, like, on speaking terms. She's just there as, like, a contractual obligation.
0: Right, right. It was kind of like what they talked about with the lawyers or whatever in a few episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, I, I got to say, that's one thing where, like, I, I wish they would have given her some lines. Like, she was a very important character in season one, and she's just kind of very much not important anymore yeah I don't know true. I guess it kind of makes sense they have to focus on other stuff but I did like her presence a lot um in the early season
1: yeah I thought her dynamic with Shiv was really interesting yeah
0: yeah they had a good like rivalry going a little bit
1: yeah um, uh,
0: I guess we can go to Greg uh, oh Greg yeah that I gotta say as much as most of this episode was just awkward stuff one of the most wholesome scenes to me even though it wasn't that wholesome but it was just like a feel-good no, scene it wasn't a little bit it at
1: all because he was like is she good enough for me what yeah, here? yeah.
0: I, I, I enjoyed shiv and tom teasing him though it was fun like i know they're not being nice but like it was just it was kind of like a more like they're like normal human emotions type scene they're just teasing him about like a girl like it was kind of feel good and funny like i found it pretty yeah. funny
1: totally.
0: tom had a lot of good lines there was one about like when Greg was like, Is there depth there? <laughs> like, and Tom said oh, something so about funny. like mineral water, like, you're being picky. Well, he's
1: like the most shallow person ever. Yeah, so yeah. the fact that he's commenting on anyone else's depth is
0: yeah. amazing. Very funny, like, the way they were teasing yeah. him was very funny. I was dying through a lot of that scene. And like, Shiv and Tom weren't hating each other in a scene. Yay! Like, yay, <laughs> they were doing well, something
1: when it comes to their friendship. I think they are genuinely friends.
0: Yeah, it's but just they're,
1: that they are each other's best friend. It's just when you include like a marriage and children and all that other stuff that's where it gets kind of complicated.
0: Yeah, or like real love. <laughs> Considering only well, one of them actually I loves the
1: other. You have a loving friendship relationship. I yeah, think but genuine.
0: But like a friendship is not the same thing as a real relationship with marriage no, where you love the and other that's
1: person. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm still on that.
1: Uh, even brief. says that she says yeah. she may not love him, but she loves him. Yeah. Okay. She actually says those words, which I was like, wow, I can't believe she actually like articulated yeah, that. Yeah,
0: but she doesn't mean it. She's just saying, I don't love you, but I love you. She doesn't, mean it. Eh, she doesn't actually I think, love him. I
1: think what she, yeah, of course she does. I think what she's saying is she loves him as a person, but she doesn't love what their relationship is. Does that make sense? Um,
0: yeah, but I don't know if I agree. I don't think she does love him mm-hmm. as a person. I don't think she loves him as a person i really don't i think like she loves the idea really? of having a husband that's softer than her that she can control that's what she loves well
1: and i think <laughs> and i think tom <laughs> likes to have a, re- a relationship with a powerful woman who he wants to control but can't because she's her own person
0: no he doesn't want to control her he, he just wants someone he wants to love him back
1: her against his will
0: okay. against the will that, so, that's just him being a weirdo that's that's not serious he he just wants love from her and he doesn't get it
1: you can't excuse all his behavior you have to take it come on
0: i'm not excusing all of it but i'm excusing you're excusing Shim's behavior in a way like she doesn't the actually great love
1: him Tom, debate continues yeah okay the way to end it
0: off is um yeah. i have to i have to know this because this is fun to debate to debate this a little bit um okay. If if Tom did some sort of move like to say, like, fuck you, Shiv, I'm done with this bullshit, would you not feel happy for him?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Okay, you would feel happy for him. Okay, sure. that's good, that's good to know. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were like fully on the fuck Tom trait. Like you still feel bad for him in these circumstances, no? Like.
1: Well, I feel bad for both of them. I wish Shiv had been in a relationship with someone who was, like, a partner to her instead of this, like, weight dragging her down.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I can take that. You know
1: what I mean? (laughs) And I I think Tom should be with someone who, like, wants all the things that he wants.
0: Yeah, a weight dragging her down. I think, uh, I don't don't know if I agree with that. Why did you marry him? (laughs) Uh, Well, no, you're
1: right. She did marry him because she knew that she could manipulate him.
0: Exactly. That's, that's the part that rubs me the wrong way, more than Tom just being weird and kind of strange. <laughs> like, yes. that's honestly what... That's the only thing I, like, buy about Tom being not a good person is just how strange he is. Like,
1: And how he, like, switch... He has that switch, which I love the performance of it, but he has this character switch where he's, like, goofy and weird and outlandish one second mm-hmm. and then really lovey-dovey and caring and wanting a family in another. And he goes, like, back yeah. and forth constantly throughout the series. And it's like, who actually is this
0: person? Yeah, it's true. He's very hard to read. I think also yeah. we can add the whole cycle thing where um it started out, not not so much anymore, but it started out like Logan treats his kids like shit and it passes down like Shiv treating Tom like shit. And then Tom would treat Greg like shit. It would go like down to Greg. Oh, totally. so he would yep. take it all out on Greg. Like Absolutely. So, so that is a way where like Tom isn't that good of a person either. If you look at the early seasons, he would treat people below him like garbage as well. So
1: oh absolutely.
0: Yeah, but at this point, I just feel like there's been so much development where I just I just want to see him say "fuck you" to Shiv and leave, or do something to fuck her over. I just want that.
1: <laughs> well, I kind of want Shiv to get her due as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. There we go. We're on different sides here. <laughs> no, I'm right. agree with you. Oh, I oh. Her
1: to get her her due, like what she's. Oh, okay.
0: I see what you mean. In terms like, of like from him, though, specifically.
1: Well, maybe not from Tom, because he's, again, he's a willing participant in this. Yeah. Saying that he's not is, you know, disingenuous. I meant more like in the fact that she keeps trying to, like, out-manipulate, out, like, quote, business, the business Mm -hmm. people in the room. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, weird. It's like, again, no self-awareness. None of these characters are self-aware of anything. Exactly.
0: Would you like to see Jerry fuck her over? Because I would.
1: Oh yeah, I love Jerry. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. I love Jerry.
0: Okay, good. So it's more it's more Tom's slander than it is Shiv love, like your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, because yeah, Shiv is just terrible in this episode. <laughs> like she was such a there, so many awful things she did. But yeah, um but that scene
1: with her mom, man. You're right,
0: you're right. The mom, the scene with her mom, I, an ounce, like a little bit like a millimeter of sympathy, I felt for Shiv, like a tiny bit, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's a lot of the episodes, is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: Oh god, there's so many things. Yeah, um, I mean, there was a
0: lot of good lines that I could mention, like there was one where, um, where I forget who it was, it might have been Shiv, but when their mom was walking towards them, she was like, here comes Scary Poppins.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Such oh, a good what line. I how, how the mom basically told Kendall, that he wasn't allowed at the wedding because he didn't, yeah. he didn't want him and logan to be there
0: yeah that was kind of how it started that was a that bit was of a wow
1: so rough for kendall i was yeah. like man he just cannot catch a break with anyone
0: yeah. also kendall's haircut we <laughs> didn't mention that not that it's that important but it was interesting that he had a different look
1: it's a sign that he's depressed
0: yeah he's, he's in going deep
1: depression he's going through it
0: yeah for sure yeah um yeah there was so much good stuff okay one thing i wasn't there a line, did I already mention this? I'm not sure, but I think it was in the Shiv and her mom scene where she said something about Logan can only love things when he kicks them for them to come back. Did I already say that?
1: Mm -hmm. No, you didn't, but that was a great
0: line. Yeah, that line really kind of like put a stamp on the trauma that these kids are dealing with. (laughs) It's like both of their parents were terrible people, like toxic parents. Shiv does
1: that too. Shiv does that to Tom.
0: Yep, yep. And you can look Mm -hmm. at Roman and Kendall and The way they yep. treat people oh, well. as well yeah yeah Yeah. kendall the can way he treats his it? lackeys
1: <laughs> oh i know yeah can we talk about sandy in the very first scene
0: yeah yeah or stewie uh, right stewie and yeah. Sandy. yeah yeah the, the daughter sandy yeah that was that yeah. was a good scene oh we didn't talk about skarsgård either holy shit there's oh, a lot yeah, more to talk did. about i
1: yeah. know i'm glad the he came back over an hour i mean it was, was a know, long one too. i love how he kind of implied that he he like really liked roman yeah, um, that implication Roman was so like amused by it. Yeah, I don't really know what that is, but I'm interested to see more.
0: Yeah, I'm officially going to start calling him Madsen, Lucas Madsen, instead of Skarsgård because he's actually okay. becoming—he's becoming an interesting character now. Like I'm starting to not see him as just Alexander Skarsgård because, like, I—I sure. I, I find him very weird and like interesting to watch. Like when he was talking about how like he needs a perfect mattress or something and like he sleeps on the floor. And then like, he's talking about weaknesses. Like he finds people's weaknesses. Interesting. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to like his character in terms of like, he's fun to watch. Like,
1: yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. So I'm glad they brought him back. I think he'll be in the finale too. Cause there's, I think so a lot, too. Yeah. there's a lot of stuff with his deal. Like this is, they're kind of riding on this. I guess the point is he's like more, he, he has more like modern day types of streaming services and stuff. Whereas like, yeah, their company stuck in the past, so it's like a way for them to merge with a more modern company.
1: Totally, and I I really liked the argument that they had about the benefits and um, uh, of merging or potentially not merging. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was for Like sure. a business stance, because I got it and I was like, oh, okay, I see why. Yeah, so that's I sure- think that should is going to be the big thing of the finale.
0: Yeah, that shows some growth with Logan a little bit because I feel like Logan season one would just be like fuck off i would never merge i have to be in control but like he's kind of he he seemed a little more self-aware in this episode about his company being very old-fashioned and they need to like get with the modern times because he's willing to merge which is like equal control
1: yeah he said something about that in the very beginning of the episode where he said if we don't evolve in the next five years we're dead in the water and i'm like yeah. oh i never thought that logan would actually exactly say that.
0: that's my I exact thought yeah yeah, yeah I completely was agree. It, it was interesting to hear him be aware of that um because a lot of the time like w- there was a scene in season two when like shiv called him like a dinosaur or something or roman did yeah. and then and then he slapped roman <laughs> so it's like he no, can't stand that stuff
1: i think the 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 things that his kids have been telling him over the past three years are finally starting to yeah make sense yeah,
0: yeah. And, and then roman the, the best part about the dick pic thing was that roman made a great move where he like convinced his dad to like go through with this merger and like he made a great argument He was like on the right track. Logan was like saying, good job. Jerry sends him a text. Everything's going well for Roman. And he just has to send a dick pic and ruin everything. It's so funny.
1: Yeah, but that's like the compulsion that he has. That's why Roman is so interesting as a character. Because it's not that Mm -hmm. he has like a simple issue. It's like his his like morbid inability to relate to other people. Like it just, it constantly gets in his way. And it's Mm -hmm. so interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. one thing to bring up going back to kendall actually was um there was a brief moment i know i asked you earlier like where will kendall go from here one thing i could think of in terms of like an immediate plot thread was they his assistant mentioned like a podcast or something and they mentioned Mm -hmm. the waiter so i was thinking maybe that's a move for kendall is to like bring the waiter stuff to light because his dad was involved in that too huh so he would
1: kamikaze himself and take down his dad with him.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what yeah. I mean. I yeah, I could see that. see
1: that happening.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to full on mm-hmm. predict it because this show is so unpredictable. Like I could have I could never have predicted so many of the things that happened in this episode. It makes like, it
1: makes sense though.
0: Yeah, but that one does make sense to me. I don't know. We'll see. And just in mm-hmm. general, the way the whole season has defied expectations. Like it's crazy how like I, I'll admit, I was like a bit of a fanboy in the season two finale thinking. Kendall did it. He's going to take everyone oh, down. Me too.
1: Me too. Yeah. I was like, on that train with you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think I feel like a lot of people were, and it's just, these writers just, ah, oh, they, they just change your expectations so well. Cause I still believe this is what happened to Kendall. Like he would self-destruct and be a mess. Like
1: mm-hmm. it, it works.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so interesting that they've done that.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. It's
0: good yeah. stuff. Such good stuff. I think that's mm-hmm. enough. Um, man, the finale. Whew.
1: Okay. What would you rate this?
0: Oh, I, I gave it a 10 right away oh, 10 out of 10 yeah this is this is one of the best episodes in the show i think it's up there with the season one and two finales which are like two of the best as well mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what about you
0: yeah.
1: oh yeah it's a 10 out of 10
0: nice yeah
1: i mean what, what would you change about this episode
0: i know it's, it's one of those things where the time the time flies by like i, I couldn't believe this was an hour and five minutes it felt like I 10 know. minutes
1: I remember when he was in the pool and I was like, hmm, I wonder how much of this episode is left. And he was like 10 seconds. I'm like, what? It
0: just ends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for the finale. And then fuck, the wait's going to be brutal. But whatever. I'm so pumped for this last For
1: season four, I know. But we can just go back and rewatch one, two, and three.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks to anyone who listened. And we'll see you next week for the big finale.
1: Bye.